Welcome to the Jack Off Hour. What's up, gang? Good morning, guys. I hope it's this is a good start to your week or good end to your week. However, whatever day you're listening to this on, uh, this podcast today is gonna mostly be about some beautiful shit like <laughs> ufc 281 was the night before we recorded this so it was saturday november 12th which was also a beautiful day for the jag because it was the day the jag was brought into this world <laughs> and one of our best friends he also fought last night it was a beautiful performance by him yeah but yeah i hope you guys enjoy and thanks again for the support this trip to Thailand is going to be like you think you'll pretty well detox when you go to Thailand like from weed and everything yeah uh dude Thailand's going to be fucking interesting man like because like as I was like looking for flights and getting ready to buy my flight uh it got legalized internationally in Thailand like really overnight yeah that's why people are like calling for like worldwide legalization because like overnight thailand legalized that shit fucking mind then i guess my question doesn't apply anymore yeah dude uh i'm like that's when uh i talked to alex you remember alex Mm -hmm. i talked to him (coughs) and that's kind of when he started or he stopped smoking for real is when he went over to thailand the first time and then he, his cardio got so crazy over that period that he kind of, like, chilled out, stopped smoking when he came back even, you know, because he was like, well, I've seen what my body can do without anything, and I like it. So that's what he started doing. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different case for me now because it literally, like, it got legalized overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, recreationally, not even medicinally. Like, anybody can use it in Thailand now. Kind of like, uh, in what they call Canada. Yeah. Is that what, how it happened in Canada? I think it was medicalized, medicalized first, then legalized. Well, it might have been decriminalized then, you know. When I yeah, that's typically it. how it works. They'll decriminalize it first, and then they'll in- interject it, like, introduce it medically in the mm-hmm. state and then recreationally but yeah no Thailand just went straight yeah, recreation. but even that usually will take like fucking five years of a process to instill there's yeah. probably uh, if you look at uh, something over there in the country there's probably been like a really giant push for the community and like criminal wise to go ahead and just legalize it mm-hmm. you think about yeah it? there's Thailand. a bunch of monkeys just ripping people's faces off and like nobody's even like Nobody's even looking at the numbers, bro. No. I don't give those monkeys a joint, and they wouldn't go ripping anybody's face off. You know, they probably could smoke it. I've Would they? Yeah. Teach them how to smoke. I the think joint. they'd kill you if you gave a monkey a joint. You nah. didn't have enough joints for all the monkeys. Nah, bro. Listen. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> this That's is a great <laughs> Yeah, no, no. So, like, the way monkeys are is, like, they see things as, like, when either fair or drastically unfair. Like, there's no in-between with monkeys. Like, if, like, you're told, like, one of the things I've researched a lot about is just, like, monkeys, because I've watched a lot of Joe Rogan, Mm -hmm. and he talks about a lot of monkeys ripping people's faces off and shit. Uh, But if, 
if you're in like Thailand or something and you have like you you have like one more bite of food and then a little monkey comes up to you you'll give the monkey the piece of food and then you look behind you and there's a whole flock of monkeys and they're like yo where's my fucking food asshole yeah and then they start stealing your shit and like tearing your clothes apart and like they tear into people bro and like rip your balls off bro i would cry if my balls got ripped (laughs) off by a monkey bro bro. what do you mean all right, so if your balls got ripped off... I don't off, know how what, I would live. What if, like, your balls got ripped off by a dog? Would you still cry? You're still going to cry, right? I'm going to... Dog, dog. I'm just saying, like, by a monkey, though, because they're, like, little, little people Why is things. that more... Because they got hands much? and shit, bro. What if they just, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. <coughs> a dog's not going to... I'm not worried about a dog ripping my balls off, but a monkey will really, go bro? for my balls. You don't think a dog will go for your balls? He was really pissed at you. I hope not. I'd kick him. I think there's dogs out there that would go straight for the balls. I've been... (laughs) Hold that foot. (laughs) Uh, So, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Welcome to Jag Off Hour number eight. Today, I have the man, the myth. The very tall Mr. Izzy, the anomaly. Uh, he was expecting me to call him a pineapple head again. <laughs> not really. I mean, I fucking shaved the spikes off, so I'm not really pineapple-y anymore. I nah, guess. dude, you're, my, you're still my pineapple head. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> and we also have another special guest. We have the man. Wait. The man, <laughs> the myth, the beautiful beard, the long, luscious hair. We have Fabia. No, <laughs> we have my brother, mi hermano, Noah. What's good, Noah? Uh, and literally, like, I don't know, dude. I it's a it's it's a pleasure to have you on. Like, I've been trying to get you on for a minute because I feel like you just talk some mad shit. Uh, yeah, you fart. yeah, man. Uh, but dude, fucking monkeys, man. Like I, so for those that don't know, I'm making a trip down to Thailand and I'm going to be training in Thailand, uh, for a whole month. And that's really exciting. And it's, it's something I really just like, I, I just bit the bullet and did because yeah. like, I don't know, dude. Every time, you, like, anybody who starts Muay Thai, they're like, I want to go to Thailand. I want to train in Thailand, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But there's a million reasons to not do that. Or yeah. Like, a million ways you can talk it, talk it off. It's good that you just went ahead and did it since it was something you were really serious about for, like, years. You've been talking about it. Yeah. But, yeah. With this Thailand trip, like, now really happening, I have to propose... How many two-foot-tall monkeys do you think you could face in the streets of Thailand while they're trying to steal your bananas? <laughs> you know what I'm Bro, they're... N- How oh, many two-foot monkeys do you think you could take all at once? Like, Shit, dude. <sighs> Noah, how many two-foot monkeys do you think you could take? Realistically. Me? Yeah. Talk loud. Talk loud for me. Probably like... I know I'd at least give one good kick to one monkey and then I just crack a skull and paralyze it. 
first, first off, though. And then the gang of other monkeys come at you. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Next move. I'm gonna say probably about. I'm gonna say about probably about three or four. Before the farts are getting mauled. Before they all start <laughs> fucking you up. Yeah, okay, okay, I can probably okay. take a couple down. I love that. I'm not gonna lie. But after after the third one, that's that's the one that's gonna be like, okay. Yeah. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, you know, because the f- first one definitely I'm gonna be able to kick off. The second one's gonna be okay. How's he coming at me? What I'm gonna do? I would <laughs> say figure that out real fast. The then, key strategically to this situation is that after you knocked out a monkey, you have to pick it up and use it as a weapon against the other monkeys. Oh, this is so fucked up, guys. See, I agree with you on that. If they're coming after you, bananas, Justin, get right, bro. After a certain (laughs) point, you couldn't just do it anymore. Like, the monkeys would just get too many on you. They they got tribes over there. Isaac, how many do you think you could take? I don't know, bro. I think... At least 20 monkeys will have been decimated by the time they take the balls. <laughs> <laughs> if 20, that does happen. 20 monkeys, bro. That's a lot of and fucking I think monkeys. If you're swinging their fo- forefathers at them, they might <laughs> run away. <laughs> so you might, you might win. You know what I mean? After a few, they start. They'll start to realize. Start rethinking their choices. You know, (laughs) they gotta think. They gotta realize how many versus one. Like how many there of you. Yeah. Many of them. That's what I'm saying though. If I I can take down two of them and then use those two as weapons against the other ones. I feel like. You could get. You could get at least. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, scared to shit. Peanut butter at us. What? No, I just. It could be oh, peanut butter just fell out of the cut. It could be Nana's ghost. Mm. He said, "Fuck the peanut." She bu- did have a monkey at one point. Oh my god! She's sitting there, you're talking this mad shit. She's like, "I love my monkey." Uh, Realistically, yeah. I wouldn't want to beat the monkeys up, but if it came down to it, I would. <laughs> I would try to at least. I've been tried by a number of animals, and. Only a few of them I like stepped back because like one of them was an alligator and I ain't trying to get into that. What? <coughs> Dude, Nino, so real quick before I we go off on the alligator story, because I wanna hear about that. Uh realistically, right. the Jag, I <clears throat> if I was forced to do it, I would Merc some monkeys. I think I would seriously harm at least seven monkeys. I think I think I could injure another fourteen monkeys. And I would probably get fucking mauled. But I'm not they're gonna have to kill me. No, they probably don't have to kill me. Actually, ripping my face off would have me freaking the fuck out. Um, yeah. Long story short, realistically, what I would probably do is I'm just giving them the bananas. I'm sorry, bro. I've heard uh, of too many monkey horror stories, and like, I live to fight another day. But then you have to go back to the store and buy more bananas for like fifty baht. Fifty baht doesn't sound like a know. lot of money. I don't. I don't know what it, that is. It's probably not. I think it's like thirty-three baht is a dollar. Mm. So like fifty baht, that's like that's a good bunch of bananas. 
I, that's like one of those bundles. Probably not even. I, I mean, you probably. I don't know what their imports are like over there. I don't know. I know like, bananas are super fucking cheap. Here they got in colorful America. bananas, bro. They're super cheap here in America, and from what I know, our currency is like a lot more powerful than theirs. So maybe they're super cheap in Thailand too, but maybe they're more expensive, like percentage-wise. Maybe. I think. Oh, no. Can you Google, can you Google Thailand bananas for me? I don't even fucking have one. Or, or let's see if they produce today. Because mm. if they produce it, you know it's gonna be super cheap. It's gonna be like going buying tomatoes. Um, and that's it. You know what I mean? Tomatoes are mad expensive. I hate buying I mean, tomatoes. You, oh, like if you go to the farmers market and go to like you know a farmer, you know, and go buy a whole bunch, you know, you can probably not pay that much. Probably like. Twenty dollars and you get like ten tomatoes. That's that's a lot of tomatoes. All right. My tomatoes would go bad quick, bro. I do not use tomatoes <coughs> like that. <laughs> uh, yo, you know. So, what about this fucking alligator story? So, THB, which I assume is Thai bot. Thailand's bot. It's uh, <clears throat> bananas are thirty nine bot. Oh, let's go. Which is a dollar and thirty. Uh, well, it's one dollar and zero eight five cents so it's not even a realistic chunk of change it's a dollar a dollar and eight and a half cents so they're gonna cut you a penny in half and no they'd charge me nine cents you know what in thai bro it's actually like you you never like you look at the price they offer and you offer always offer them half of it that's just what you do and then you talk about the price yeah no, that's yeah. I don't know. I might be just talking mad shit, but that's what I've heard from. from no, a bunch of videos because I've been watching like hella videos on like how not to get scammed in Thailand and anytime you buy something like uh, maybe not specifically food items, but like anytime you buy anything like gloves or any I don't know. Maybe I'm talking on my ass right now because I'm not in Thai. Long story short, long story short. Going to Thailand. Going to Thailand, bro. Uh, November 29th, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, all the way through Christmas. So, from what I see here, off of Google, um, from, from Kauska.com, apparently <laughs> there's over 300 species of banana in the world, and about 22 of which are grown in Thailand. I'm going to live large on some purple bananas, my boy. Go for it, bro. It's going to be crazy. I'm probably going to die on bananas. uh, It says one is like uh, the, uh, what are they called? Plantains. Mm. Um, I knew plantains were motherfucking bananas. All those motherfuckers that told me. What? Is there a poisonous banana? There is no such thing. In all of the the species of bananas. Noah, you find me. Is there a poisonous banana? I mean, just like, not, that's gonna pull up some bullshit on Google, but like... Species, poisonous <laughs> banana species, speci. There's probably some that aren't good for you, but I don't know. Is there a gray banana? They got some weird looking ones. They got ones that look like, uh, kind of like a sweet potato. <laughs> a banana? A sweet banana? Um, <laughs> no, bro, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no, so... Apparently, you can just walk around the streets in Thailand and just find random fruit just growing everywhere. 
I'm d- gonna die in Thailand, bro. <laughs> I'm just gonna see hella beautiful fruit. Be like, yo, beautiful day. And it's poison. I, I'm gonna be high as shit and too. And it's poison because the old Thai guy who owns that tree hates the tourists. <laughs> Poor is fertilite or like oh, wow. not uh, pest. I have the yeah. pesticides oh, well, all yeah. over it. Well, they're even considered here in Thailand as road, road, roadside weeds. Bananas are roadside wow. weeds in Thailand. Wow, that's cool. I'm tripping balls, bro. No way. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Thailand. I'm gonna die. Thailand I'm literally gonna go to ho- the hospital because of this. Oh, I want you to know that. <laughs> Look at this. They got some red bananas. Rananas? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a chili. Let me yeah, see it, bro. Like, that looks delicious. Looks like like what banana, if it's a spicy like banana? A, sp- a, sp- a sp- banana? Am I? I mean, <laughs> that looks so crazy, bro. It looks like an. <laughs> that look crazy. But there's over twenty-two thousand variants. I mean, imagine what they could be. For those that do not know. The Jag eats an obscene amount of bananas. Oh my god, look at these bananas. What the fuck? I'm gonna check out the full website. Look at that banana. Oh, that's weird. What the fuck? Oh yeah, that is that is weird. Um, See, I wouldn't even look at that and say that that's a banana. Oh, these are banana flowers. Are sold as eligible banana flowers, people. Banana flowers. Ingredient and garnish. Fireflower and dissect. You can buy here in America, like as banana chips and bread. I don't know. Banana chips aren't regular bananas. They're banana flowers. Is that what you're telling me right now? I, I think so. Yeah. My life is different. <laughs> no, 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 dude. So last night, last night, Deuce fucking fought, bro. Yeah. It was the coolest fucking venue ever. Really? It was a cool fucking place, bro. Apparently, they had like zero room to warm up in. Uh, like, like blue was on one in one corner and red was in another, and they were like uh, covered with like curtains and shit. And like every blue per- dude was in like the corner together and. Deuce was like, yeah, we only had, like, this much room to warm up in. Um, like, we were, like, right on top of everybody. Damn. Um, but, dude, it was lit. Like, Deuce said, it, like, he talked to those guys, and he had a great time. And uh, Sam wants to come train at our gym, the Klee Pack dude. He wants to come just, like, through on, like, a sparring class or something. Okay. That'd be fucking lit, bro. I'd love to spar him. He's got some cool shit, man. Uh, and he's like an MMA guy, really. Right. And uh, long story short, it was a dope ass venue with some really cool good dudes, some really good fights. Yeah. And every fight was fucking crazy, bro. It seems like a cool little promotion, man. It's only it was only their second uh, time promoting an event too. Like, I know they're uh, young in it for sure. Yeah, no, it it, they, it was the second card for. Uh, I think it was like Southeast K1 Classics or something like that. I know it was their first belt. Right. Yeah. And that shit was crazy. It was such a good fight, man. Oh, Deuce yeah. Deuce put on a show. Uh It was definitely like he put on a show. It was a really good show. And he didn't he didn't get the decision, but he also didn't get knocked out. 
Right. Uh, he really, like, he didn't start have the best first round in the world, but the, his second and third round, you could definitely see he started just picking it up. Yeah. Uh, I thought, I watched it through the stream, man, and I thought, like, for sure, after the first round, he was doing really, really well in the first round. Until, until the very end. The very end, when he, like, caught a kick or tried to catch a kick and got knocked down. Yeah. And he got back up. It didn't look like he was badly hurt, but that was the end of the round anyway. That was the scariest moment in the world, bro. Yeah. He's like, he, he stands up, and you could tell he got, like, that was a good kick. He got caught slipping. Yeah. And then, like, he went over, like, he went just straight back into the ropes, and he recovered on the ropes a little bit, and they were like, are you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second and third round, he started really just pulling that shit together. And Yeah, I mean, he did really he did really well in the second and third round, too. I just don't think he was pushing enough to mm-hmm. make up for that knockdown yeah. in, the, in the judges' like, scorecards. Because they were br- pretty back and forth. Like, it was a good Absolutely. fight. The guy he was fighting was a good fighter. Yeah, so essentially what this promotion did is uh, they're called like Southeast Kickboxing. Or it's Southeast K1 Classics, I think. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's an awesome promotion. The promoter is actually like a – he seems like a really cool guy. Uh, they had like a whole interview with him before the fight. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a really cool promotion with an awesome belt. That belt looked cool. And they had, like, a throne and everything that they would sit on after they get the belt and stuff. And, right. it, like, they give them a crown and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, amazing fighters were there, bro. Like, all these fights were pretty good. Everybody had the same theme of just not keeping their hands high. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and that's the, my biggest takeaway from the whole event, which makes me really excited. And uh, I was watching this one fight, bro. Uh with the Claude Felter dude, the one of the eight points guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- his name was like fucking. Uh, I don't remember it either right now, but I know who you're talking. You about. know, did you watch the fight? I didn't get to that point, but I saw him on like the card on mm-hmm. the Instagram page and whatnot. Logan the, Howard. Points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's it. Like that dude was pretty sharp. He had some really good stuff, and I think, I, I think, think he I'm, already got one of those belts at the IKF too one of those uh, preliminary belts to set you up for the... Yeah. You know, because you go fight for a belt at the IKF, but it's not a defendable the classics. belt. It's and just then a, it's like a qualifier yeah, for the like next qualifier. one. But yeah, he got one of them, and so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I would love to fight that dude one day because he's, like, he weighed 173, and, uh, dude, I... I feel like when I come back from Thailand, I'm going to be running like five miles a day, six days a week. That's a lot of fucking running, and I'm going to be training hard over there. Uh, and I'm going to be eating good, too. Like, I'm going to make sure yeah. I eat good. Uh, yeah. Food is mad cheap over there. And I think when I come back, I might be fighting like 175, 170, you know? Yeah. Like, and that shit is so crazy to me, bro. It is. It's gonna. It's gonna be pretty crazy, man. I mean, do you plan to go to Thailand, train Muay Thai, and then come back to a kickboxing fight? Still, like, do you still want your next fight to be kickboxing? Absolutely. Okay. 
cool. Like, I'm cool. going to Thailand. I'm going to work on my clinch skills, but I'm also working a lot on my striking skills. Right. Uh, I'm going to really just work on sharpening up everything. Like, I think the biggest reason I wanted to train Muay Thai is because it's a, fo- a focus on, like, precision and speed. Mm-hmm. And timing. Yes. Yeah. And one of the, the gym I'm going to, uh, one of their head coaches is a big timing guy. And he, like, I watched a, I watched one of the Sylvie videos with him. Mm. Uh, and he was talking about, like, Ning and Ma, like, the timing between shots, the timing of shots, and how you make everything identical. Uh, long story short, man, I've really, like, I think that's really beneficial to my game. And I think, dude, I, honestly, like, I think I think it might be a really good thing for me to just, like, focus on and just, like, set my intentions on and just do my best for fucking 30 days. Mm-hmm. Easy fucking shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, that shit's lightning, man. I, I've fucking done 75 hard 800 different times. <laughs> Not finished yet. Amen. <laughs> hey, that shit is mad hard, right bro. With you. Anybody who finishes 75 hard, mad respect. <laughs> I'll get back to it. There's too much else going on. Man. Yeah, absolutely. It's something, bro. Uh, but yeah, man, like I want to go to Thailand. I, I want to focus on training that precision, that speed, that striking. I'm going to a, like a boxing slash clinch heavy gym. Like a few of their coaches, that's like how they fight. Mm-hmm. Uh but, like, I really think it's going to be a great place for me just to focus and just to get my shit right. Because uh, I know there's a lot of little holes in my game. And I just I want to spend time worrying on nothing else but just developing. And I think if I take the time and if I focus on the recovery and if I, I journal every day, if I do my best for 30 fucking days, bro... I think when I come back, I'll be very beneficial to the gym and I'll, I'll teach you guys some new shit and we'll be on like a different-ish path because yeah. we'd been, like yeah. I know you guys are no fucking slouches, bro. You guys know I'm going to Thailand. You guys are going to be pushing harder than fucking ever, man. Like yeah. I'm going to come back. You guys are going to be sharp as shit, man. And I know that for a fact. I think the biggest difference just in the competitive arena in like America mm-hmm. is that like everybody is going after knockouts and everybody is like trying to kill 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 in these fights like that's the vibe when you go out there (laughs) you know what i mean most times yeah um but in thailand it's kind of a different ethos of of like the fights in a way because a lot of thai fighters are fighting like every that's their career two weeks or every week you know what i mean like they fight a lot down there so it's kind of a different um world yeah it's kind of a different world you know and you're training for a different thing out there competitively but you know then again there's great gyms that do high high level shit out there and that's very violent and could probably keep up with any one of the american counterparts but they just normalize they're just in that country and they just don't have that media I agree with you on that mm-hmm. um yeah no sorry I jumped into no, you're good dude you're good um, that's I why jumped, you're here dog I jumped into a banana world you, you're, go, you're going down a banana hole is that what you've been doing yeah I'm, oh damn 
there there is apparently you can get purple bananas, red bananas, blue bananas, and different types of bananas. Where right, right. Um, and then there's even this weird one. Look at this. Is that a pink That's banana? That's the purple banana you were talking about, bro. What the fuck? But it's a purple banana. Um, but yeah, those are banana types. But I don't. I think they might be found there. Um, I'm not finding really anything on poisonous bananas. That's what I was looking for. Oh, okay, okay. But I think so most bananas there. should be most bananas should be fine. Um, They're edible. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, guys, if you think it's a banana, just go ahead and go at it. Right. Eat it. You're even safe to eat any banana-looking things. Even Wait. The, even the flowers. Wait. I mean, it depends how much your stomach can process that kind of material, you know, like a banana. I can eat hella potassium, bro. My potassium levels are off the fucking charts, bro. Off the charts. Off the charts. That's why when he got kneed in the face, his face didn't crumble. (laughs) And it healed. Call me you. I just have a thick-ass forehead, bro. Like, dude, I am so... Like, I when I'm growing up, I hated, like, my... uh, my protruding forehead, like my Neanderthal forehead. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I always hated that shit. And then when like this shit happened, bro, oh, I love that shit. I'm sure glad there was a nasal passage there and not just like <laughs> a thin layer in my brain. Something like that, bro. Something like that. You know, there was this thing where they. I am mad lucky, bro. Oh my god, that was a year ago today, bro. Crazy. Oh my god, that was a year ago today. Crazy. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. A year ago today, a year ago today this, bro, was the day my head got cracked open and you took me to the ER. And I, uh, I, you I grew was, up right perfectly on time as you pulled up to a stop sign. Oh, for real, day. bro. Remember that? Yeah, we pulled up to a stop sign and I, I was, was like, like hold, hold up. up. <laughs> he was about to pull off and I was like, hold up. And we were like overlooking a hospital or something. And I said, hold up. I Opened popped the open door. the door and said, <gasps> And you were like, are you good? Are you good? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and bro, I remember seeing like, oh, I remember seeing like blood in my throat up and that shit was the most disturbing thing. I was like, okay, I, I'm really not all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember when that happened. I was at work and they called, my mom called the called my work and she's freaking out. They called me and they're like, hey, Noah, they, uh, you need to go to the hospital right now. And so I ran out of, my, out of Chick-fil-A really fast. And I ran down to the emergency room. And as soon as I got down there, so like they redid the emergency room. And so now the emergency room is like on the opposite Different. side of the ho- hotel. Oh, wait, shit. Hold up. What happened? Am I recording? I don't know, bro. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. recording? Is it? Oh, my God, it is recording. I'm sorry, but you, you showed up the whole new hospital. I'm out of it, bro. Uh, pack that. Uh, but no, they, uh, they, uh, they did a whole new remodel to the hospital. The emergency room was on the opposite side of where I thought I was. So I walked like a mile to get to where I needed to be. And then by the time I walked up there, my sister and I got in there. Um, well, mine and Justin's sister got in there and she had a... Uh, she had a... Uh, she had a... Uh, was right behind me in line. And they're like, only one person could be up there. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, Who's go- who is it going to be? So I turn around... And I'm like trying to figure this out, and there was my sister, her sister Megan. And I'm like, Megan, is it me or you, or should we wait for mom? What? I think I remember you guys calling me too. You're like, which one of us should come? And I was like, <laughs> bro, I don't know, Megan. I don't know. 
I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they literally... They called me. I ended up toting your mom back out here, so I drove from the hospital all the way back to here and then yep. to the hospital again with your mom. Yep, I remember that. And then... Dropped her off. And then I got picked up by my girlfriend who, like, it, it got off work in exactly the right time. It was a crazy event, but everything went down, like, almost perfectly because I was dropped off at the gym with no car he busted his head I have to take him to the hospital like the last 10 minutes he, he was talking about like oh I'll drive myself there and then he's like sit, sitting there like visibly nauseous and fucked up and I'm like nah bro not doing that one and so I drove him to the hospital in his car and ended up driving all the way out here, getting his mom, but it worked out because it gave me enough time for my girlfriend to get off work and come pick me up, so everything seemed to go pretty well, and then, yeah, I remember when that happened, I had met you guys outside in the parking lot, and it was like a surreal scene, oh, it was crazy, and then, like, the dent in his forehead, like, <laughs> was even more crazy to stare at him with. And then it was like miraculously healed, and in a couple months, it was gone. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was pretty crazy, bro. Like you could tell it was cracked. He was out for a while, but at the time we lived like really close together, so I still like saw him occasionally. But I was not when he came place. back. When he came back, he was like acting different about what he wanted to do. What do you mean? He came back and he was the jag, is what I'm saying. Bro. <laughs> he had the, he had the concussion slash awakening. You know what I'm saying? I had one of those when I got a hole busted in my lip. <laughs> Talk about it. You have that concussion and then, you know, you start realizing things like, oh, I gotta protect my brain. <laughs> yes. If I don't protect my brain. I might still win the fight, but I'm going to be driving the two hours home fucking spinning. Almost throwing up every five minutes. Barely being able to hold water down. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy sport we're doing, but yeah, you got to protect your brain. I feel I've gotten a lot more elusive in the year that I've been off just kind of training. Bro, you're a different person. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. You're a different person to fight. Uh, like, you were so much better than you were, bro. And you are like, I tell everybody. I tell, ev like, you talk about, like, I tell everybody, bro. Like, I really, like, I kid you not, bro, on everything. Like, whenever I start talking about Muay Thai or anything, I'm like, Yo, and Isaac's fucking crazy, bro. I'm like, he's so clean. And I tell everybody, bro, you were, like, when I want a good round sparring, like, I spar you. Like, it's not the fact that some people will, like, spar technically and then just randomly, like, wing a shot. And yeah. it's like, what the fuck? Or, like, they only wing power shots. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah. I don't want to teep you hard. <laughs> but you're going to make me teep you hard. Uh, but with you, bro, like, it's a really good fucking round. It's technical, it's yeah. hard, it's fast-paced. I like to 
basically just tap, but like make it <clears throat> make it still a very back and forth violent like exchange. Even though I'm just tap tap to the head most of the time, and then I might rip a body shot or a leg kick. Oh, that's a but move, that's <laughs> a different thing. You know, you don't want to like clip your partners in the head like they do in all those boxing videos. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. A lot of the guys in there, it's not really their fault because they get super uncomfortable in these situations. It's their first time being in the sparring situation for real. And then you're like putting hands on them and they get frustrated so they sling something trying to get it there really fast. And then you get hit real hard and you're like, damn. That hurt. That hurt a lot. That wasn't fun. But yeah. You're over there fucking making rice, G. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's it's now sitting in process, so I'm sorry. I was away for a second. Man's got to eat. Uh, but yeah, dude, like, it's fun, man. It's really fun. And it makes you realize, like, little, little, like, holes in your game. Like, whenever a new dude, like, clips you, you're like, oh, damn, I really just got clipped by a new dude like that. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. It's really fun. Like, sparring is so fucking fun, bro. And then you get, like, like you know somebody so much more after you spar with them. Yeah, and you don't have to fuck each other up to do Mm-mm. it. You just have to be able to, like, see who's going to get tired. Yeah, and teeps are literally my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, teeps are, like, a great way of doing that. Like, just seeing what somebody's up to. The um, weirdest thing is when, like, somebody newer comes at you in the first minute and a half of the round like going crazy and then when they tire out and you start fucking them up like rip into the body they're like hey can you calm down a little bit like bro I'm just like doing I'm just carrying the vibe that you initiated with me bro I'm not gonna fuck your brain up but I'll rip your body up like I've liver shotted every partner that I've sparred Every part. Yeah, bro, you sling them liver shots, and I like I I feel like I don't really get hit by a lot of your liver shots because I know you throw liver shots. Yeah, but. I don't get the left kick off on you very much, but I'll still get like a crisp uppercut to the body. Oh, absolutely. Fuck. Eh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, like you had like I remember the only time I ever got clipped when we did the thirty-five rounds for Mike's birthday. Mm-hmm. I remember the only time I ever got clipped was when you got me in the body really good at the very fucking end of the 35 rounds. And I was like, oh, fuck. Just like right at the end, you got me really good with that to the body. I was like, oh, shit. And like I, like I felt it and I was like, oh, fuck, that was a good shot. And then you saw me like quiver and I was like, oh, shit, he saw that. It was like I felt myself do it and I was like, oh, he definitely saw that. Yeah. And then you definitely saw that and you started like going in and it was so fucking nice. Well, that whole 34 round rounds like everybody <clears throat> nobody really knew how to pace that out oh the jag dude <laughs> none of us none of us knew how, exactly how to pace that out even though we had done the 34 the 33rd rounds 34 oh. you know what i'm saying we did the 33 rounds the year before for mike's birthday 34 34 and then 35 oh yeah 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 the 34th rounds and then the 35th round but like you don't really know how to pace yourself through that, especially not some of the newer guys who weren't around for that initial 
34 rounds of sparring. But they did really good. They did really good. At the same time, though, like, a lot of them tired out midway, and it was a different level halfway through. You know, and that's, you can't blame somebody for that. It's a crazy amount of rounds to do. But, yeah. yeah. I was actually trying to attack the body in those sparring rounds because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to try to send him to the next partner. Fatigued. Fatigued. And then hopefully somebody's doing me that same favor and cycling me somebody who's fatigued. Or eventually I hit some everybody in the room with a crisp body shot. And then they're all feeling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so, remember that. That yeah. was fun. Uh, dude, I love sparring. We don't spar much anymore. We don't open we, spar we, we've been much. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of technical work. Like, we do a lot of, like, one-for-one drills, wall drills. I love yeah. that shit. I mean, the biggest thing, it's just during the competition times. It's like, being smart. Yeah, we're, we're being smart about the sparring when we're getting up to competitions because we don't want anybody getting hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, Deuce had these fights, and um, <clears throat> he had four fights, two weeks up. in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he had all these fights. So, yeah, it's just been a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, like it, it's been interesting, bro. It's been really like we've gotten ready for these fights like so much differently than we've ever mm-hmm. gotten ready for mm-hmm. fights. And they were beautiful, bro. Like total of two Shark Tanks for the two weeks separation and like fights and everything that was lit yeah it was it was nice man. it was a different camp for sure but i feel like it's probably better it's it's close i like i think we're still tuning in on it you know i've done these four fights but i've only done two fight camps well that's not true i guess i did another fight camp but I never ended up going to the fight. We got COVID. Yeah, we both got COVID. We got, we both got we COVID. We all got COVID. Everybody got Everybody COVID. Everybody got COVID. Literally, just all of us, we were like three weeks out from the fight. <clears throat> and so we couldn't fight because we couldn't train. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I remember that when we got COVID. Because I, I was with this girl, and she was like, hey, do you have COVID? And I was like, I don't know, probably not. And she's like, well... I got COVID, so you probably got COVID. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck. shit. And then I told my brother, and then I told, I told Justin, and then I told everyone in my family, and then everybody took a test, and everybody's like, we got COVID. <clears> we got <throat> COVID. Yep. That's um, why. And there's a lot of weird transitioning time, I feel like, as well, because of COVID. For, for Bro, like, everybody got COVID, period. Like, Everybody in the gym got COVID. Everybody outside the gym got COVID. Like, it was crazy. Um, but thankfully, nobody's had COVID since then. And we've all been pretty fine. Uh, I don't know if it's a real thing. All of us get COVID at once. That sucks. But, hey, it happened. And then here at the house, we just all stayed together at one and just... Played mad board games. <laughs> and I ended, up, I ended up getting fined from COVID and then getting getting COVID again because everybody around me had COVID. And I couldn't leave because everybody had COVID around me. Damn. So I got COVID twice. It was crazy, and bro. And when everybody started feeling better, I was like halfway like, I, okay, kind of. There's a doctor out there listening to this screaming, you can't get COVID twice. But... This is obviously untrue. 
I have somebody. I mean, I mean. I believe I had it bad. several times before I ever tested for it. When I did test positive for it, it was so mild I barely even like thought I was sick. Yeah, dude, but, I really yeah. thought I just had like allergies. Yeah, but somebody around me had tested positive for it already, so I was like, I might as well take the test, you know, and I did. So. That's so crazy. It, it, like it was barely anything. It spreads so fast amongst everything. Literally everybody in the gym. Everything. Yeah. Like, I know Christian and his whole family got COVID at Literally that time. Literally everybody in the gym. I know Max got COVID. Like, I, everybody got COVID. Yeah. It was just a real thing, because I don't think nobody really realized, because it, it didn't feel like it, but with all of us testing positive, it was COVID, because, you know, we some of us took multiple tests, and then it came out positive. It was like an echo, bro. Yeah. Like, one person got COVID, and then more people got COVID, and then I got COVID, and then everybody else got COVID, and it was fucking crazy, bro. Um, like, I remember one person testing, and then the next day, like, two or three people test. And then the next day, a bunch, like, five or six people test. And yep, it was, yep, yep. it spread so quick. It was, it was wild. And it literally, bro, I was still running, like, three miles a day. I felt great. I was like, my nose is a little stuffy, but once I run, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a surreal thing. I'm just thankful that... Uh, it wasn't that bad yeah, for nobody, us. Do, yeah, nobody really got too sick. There is a bit of luck at It was uh, snowing last night, bro, when I was coming home. Was it? I'm not I surprised. It, 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 it was yeah, mad it was cold. cold. Hello, child. Hello, child. Hello, Ava. Baba, can you get me some pizza? Yeah, absolutely, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, dude, long story short, fights last night were awesome. Yeah. What was your favorite moment? Like, what... What's your experience with the UFC? I mean, the UFC night. card last night, from what I saw, I'm not going to lie, I watched it, I watched through the early preliminaries into, like, the... into the uh, bulk of the preliminary card, but um, I made it up to the Molly Meatball McCann fight. Oh, how was that? And she got the dog shit beat out of her. Oh, my God, really? She got, she got like... Uh, fucking mounted, put in a crucifix position. Oh my just god! Just punches, punches, punches. A little bit of short elbows, like beat the shit out of her for the whole third round. Finished it with like three minutes and thirty-seven seconds. No, first round. I'm sorry. The whole first round finished it with three minutes and thirty seconds left, ish in the round. And so, like, yeah, she got the shit beat out of her right off the bat. She got taken down mounted put in the crucifix just like beat to shit sorry meatball all that's all i made it up to and then i fell asleep literally until the until right before the adesanya fight something inside me woke me back up i had to see the fight um but i am looking at the card as it plays out so zane's the new female champ um yeah so the, so you think the her and Nama Yunus are gonna run it back? I don't know. They asked that in the fucking press conference after the after the fight, but um, yeah, the strawweight champion is now Zhang Wei Li, and so Carla Esparza, who I don't think anybody was super excited to have as a champion, no. has been dethroned by submission, which I assume meant she beat her the fuck up and then grabbed her neck, and. Uh, in the second round, 
So, yeah, Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler, from what I've heard, was just a bloody mess. Again, ended in a submission where, like, Chandler was beat the fuck up, and then Mike, I mean, Dustin just kind of grabbed his neck. But, yeah, Frankie Edgar went out bad on his retirement fight. Oof. A fighter that pretty much everybody loved got knocked out in the first round with a knee to the face. Oh. Um, so that wasn't great. But Dan the Hangman Hooker, a fighter who maybe some people like and a lot of people thought was about to get, like, demolished going into this fight. Who did he fight? Um, he fought some... Claudio Puelles. Oh. Puelles, I believe. He uh. was, like, a... Good, I think he was, like, a really good grappler-type character. Um... But he got the KO in the second round. Good. I love so, Dan, bro. But yeah, he's he, just been on he a did, skid. He did really well in that one. Um, Brad Riddell got submitted by Hinata Moicano. I love Moicano. In the first round. And then Dominic Reyes got fucking knocked the fuck out in the first round as well. Yeah, I think... It was Dominic's a big, not big big right big right hand from Ryan Superman Span, which I I think that's his nickname, isn't it? I, I might be tripping. If it sounds not, right. If that's not his nickname. If it's, I'm not a light heavyweight, so I don't I don't want beef. Um, bro, apparently you are. Yeah. Apparently I mean, you are. Nah. 170 pounds is light heavyweight. Is it? And it's ain't kickboxing. But yeah, <laughs> like we said, Molly Meatball McCann got beat the fuck up. For the entirety and Al- of two Izzy minutes. really got KO'd round five. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is a KO, but it wasn't the same as like that kickboxing one where he was out just out cold on yeah. the ground. You know, it was. Uh, They're gonna have to run it back again. He got pop, 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 popped up. Yeah, I want to rewatch that fight because I saw there were some good moments for both the fighters. Well, Adesanya was in control throughout, like all of the four rounds like the first round basically they felt it out for the whole round and then like for 10 seconds they both kind of went after each other but i think the big thing that adesanya was doing wrong was just like backing up against the fence like uh like you used to see the spider anderson silva do yeah. You know, he was up against the fence trying to, like, slip shots. And he kept getting caught while he was against the fence. But still, throughout four rounds, he was controlling the fight. He got... I, I'm, I saw... I'm, like, 98% confident he got, like, a full knockdown on him. He definitely rocked the shit out of him in the first round. Izzy. Like, right at the bell. Yeah, Izzy rocked Fiera right at the bell in the first round. Like, really had him hurt. Um, and then there was a couple other times where he rocked him really well with just a right hand. He would paw at his left hand, pull it down, and then like shoot that right over the top, kind of like Badahara used to do in yeah. kickboxing. And uh, that was landing really well. But at the fifth round, he ended up like backing up against the fence again, and you know he uh, got caught with too many shots in a row didn't go out or like off his feet really he stumbled got back up again and then just kept getting hit while he was trying to like move Uh his head around and it was it was called off it was called a tko but yeah i think yeah i think it was definitely oh it was definitely a tko like he was getting fucked up 
you know, but he didn't get cleaned the way he had in that last fight. Yeah, I think there'll definitely be a, I think there'll definitely be another fight. Um, I think there may be, but I also think maybe Adesanya should just take some time to like fight somebody else who's not a champ at the moment. You know. Well, I mean, he's definitely gonna have to fight. He ran through his own division, before. but. Do you think there? What do you think about like an interesting fight for Adesanya next, Justin? If it's not an immediate rematch, where do you think it should go? I don't know, dude. I feel like I feel like Adesanya would do a lot of good going up to light heavyweight for a little while, and really not going like anything crazy, like not going. Uh, like I. I wouldn't like to see him go straight for the belts or anything like that, but just going to light heavyweight and developing his grappling. As weird mm-hmm. as that sounds, it could be very beneficial that for him to come back down. Yeah, I mean, does he did really honestly, good? Honestly, light heavyweight doesn't have as good of grapplers as like the middleweight division, you know. It's not about light, having the good light heavyweights grapplers aren't like as good. They're just literally heavier. That's what I'm saying. Right. You like. But Izzy isn't a big guy. Like he doesn't get. Yeah, he's pretty. Soft. He doesn't get two twenty outside of camp. You know, he gets up to like two hundred pounds or two o five or whatever. So he came into the two o five fight with Jan Blahovish light. He came in light. You know, so. He's not a big guy. I don't think that's a good or great move for him. I think the middleweight division is where... That's his number, you know? Like, 185 is his number. I think, I, he, I think he should stay there and take on some of the people who maybe have a little heat on him. Yeah, I think I definitely think, yeah, some of the definitely top contenders. He I needs think. to be put back into a number one contender's fight. Yeah. Um, or at least, like... Top, you know what I mean? Like, at least top ten. Like, go through a couple of guys on the top ten and uh, and see. Earn his respect back. Yeah, earn his respect back, yeah. And at least Just have, like, a warm-up fight kind of a deal, you know? Yeah. He's been the champ for a long time now. So everybody's been, like, headhunting him, and he's got no breaks, basically. Wait like a year before the rematch. Uh, yeah, I, I would know. no. I'm, I would say probably a year and a half before another rematch. I mean, yeah, thing. There's other people who are contending as well, and uh, like he's gonna get dropped down. In the middleweight division, who do you think's gonna go for that belt like next? Well, first, I want to see Whitaker. You want to see Whitaker get another title shot? Yes. They're not gonna give him one unless he beats somebody else who is like a crazy up and coming. He would dude. have. To, he would have to beat it. Like Asanya, but if that, we've seen that. But Whitaker against Whitaker doesn't beat Adesanya. Whitaker may beat Pereira with the level of grappling that Whitaker has been showing in his past fights since his first fight with Adesanya. He's shown like a way better level of grappling, but I don't think that the UFC is going to give that to Whitaker. You know. I think they got other guys who are in the motions, you know, like <clears throat> Hazmat Shemaev is... Oh, I'd love to see that. He's teased, he's been teasing the middleweight division kind of a thing, 
But he, he just got. Uh, he just <coughs> that's got where he signed. Right? That's where he started. He that's where he started, and he got signed, and then he took a short notice fight at 170, and he cut the weight, and he made the fight, and he was like, "Well, I actually want to fight here now," and that's what they did because he had like some heat behind him, you know, and so I think Adesanya kind of tests his own grappling versus Hazmat Shemaev and or tests Shemaev's striking on the feet. I mean, we know who's more proficient in either areas, but Here, Justin. it would be an interesting matchup, I think. And a good one to not like. I, it wouldn't be boring. Um, it would be a good display of talent. Yeah, it would be a good matchup, especially one that's not a title matchup right now for Chimaev, because I don't feel like Chimaev needs to have a title shot right this second either. And there's the toke of the bong, you guys. <laughs> Get yourself a dab. Ooh. Yeah, you take take this up, my guy. <laughs> oh my fuck. We're good. Yeah. You're you're, you're coughing me and I big over your <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, I babied it because it was the first dab I've done in quite a long time. I shouldn't but, have done that. Allegedly. But, um. <coughs> allegedly. Uh, do dude. you like Andre Petroski? Petroskian? Petroski. <laughs> uh, let me see him. Middleweight. I haven't seen him too much fight. No. I've, I've seen him, like, he's been doing good lately, though. Yeah. Uh, I really like the idea of Kamzat. Like,. Oh yeah, I'm not saying him as a contender. Like, I wouldn't like to see is I'd like to see Izzy if he does stand middleweight. I think going the light heavyweight for Izzy. What like my reasoning behind that is like I think he would really benefit from learning how to use sweeps, like dumps, dumps, throws, takedowns, just quick, nice takedowns because not all takedowns are like strength heavy. Yeah. Uh, and I think he'd really benefit from learning how to do that and getting up and transitioning quickly from gra like ground to striking, ground to striking. The only way that I could see Izzy actually benefiting from going up to 205 is if he put on more weight consistently. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe he'll have to have a bigger cut when he comes back down to 185. Mm -hmm. But he'll be bigger. You saw in that fight, when you're watching that fight, you would see Izzy land his strikes, and a lot of them landed really, really clean. But every time that Piera landed just about anything, Izzy, you saw he, like, didn't like it. He, You could see it in his face. It stung. Every shot stung because mm -hmm. he was just bigger, mm -hmm. you know. They got in clinching positions. Izzy did pretty well about putting him up against the fence. But for the most parts, his shots he didn't get in on. Because he was bigger, he would just kind of shove him away, you know. And uh, the the size was a big aspect in the in that one. You know, the size of Pereira and the weight he had put on after his cut. Yeah, because immediately after it was like, oh, he's a back up twenty pounds. Yeah. 
That's the thing, man. That's why I'm putting on more weight, even though I still plan to fight around 170. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I'm adding weight now is so that I can cut down like everybody else is doing in the, in the weight class. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of you know build up, and then when you start getting that turn again, you bring yourself back down from the first round. That happens, but a lot of guys are in shape. 185 pounds. Oh, like, 185 is definitely like an in-shape class. Be, no, I mean, they'll be in shape weighing 185 pounds, but they'll still cut that 15 pounds of water weight and go down to 170 and then rehydrate overnight, be 185 again. That's what they do most of the time, you know? Okay. If your natural weight is like mine was actually 170, you have to pick either the class below that or the class, you know, above that. And you're going to fight lighter than the rest of the guys. If I went in my debut, I weighed 170. I'm not confident that the other dude actually weighed 170. You know? He was pretty beefy. Um, was your first fight the NFC one? Yeah. Yeah, that was lit. Yeah. But either way, like it, it kind of it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Too much size doesn't help you. You see that with guys who are like super, super jacked, and then they throw for like a minute, but then it's over, you know. But some amount of size you definitely need. Just yeah. the ability to grapple or clinch with these guys who are huge. Or in the case of Piera and Adesanya, is taking those shots which were a lot, a lot of shots over the period of the fight. But the last little flurry at the end of the, or in the middle of the fifth round, basically took him out. That was it. Yeah, man, I'm definitely going to, I'm excited to see what happens in the UFC now. And I'm excited to see what happens in our fucking fight world, bro, because, like, we're fucking good, man. Imagine Usman goes up to 185 and beats up. Piera. Oh, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Because he can absorb a shot. There's Gilbert Burns. That man had, like, I'd say, like, that man walks around at 200. He's big. But, but, Dan Hooker beat up Gilbert Burns, though. Dan Dan Hooker Hooker was a light heavyweight at one point. Dan Hooker beat up Gilbert Burns, though. So, I think Burns has gotten better since then, though. I think, yeah. Long story short, exciting future, bro. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you guys on the Jagoff Hour. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Isaac. Oh, you should call out Jake Paul just for, like, because. No, I'm not ready for him yet, bro. You don't think so? Nah, I think he's a you know, really good fighter. What if he does Muay Thai with you? I think I'd clinch him up. I think I think I'd honestly clinch. I think Jake Paul, you can catch these hands, and we can do it in kickboxing, and don't be a bitch. I'm not even a like superstar person, so probably. Oh my god! Yeah. But, you know, go ahead. I'd take out Jake Paul if it was kickboxing. If it was just boxing, though, I, I don't think I'd do too good in just boxing. You think you'd get slumped? 
Shit, honestly, maybe he he's really good. So he's not bad, bro. He's not bad. Everybody hates him, but he's pretty legit. Yeah, I love the Paul brothers. That was Logan Paul. I've said it previously, but he's been a big inspiration. But uh, long story short, I hope this was a great start to your week, or I hope this is a great way to end your week. Like, period. Um, Isaac wants to punch my computer, but... Well, yeah. I mean, if it was touch screen, I punched exactly on the off button. That'd be pretty dope, bro. But I hope you guys have a good day. See it.